and you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay and streaming around the world on kwtf.net. I am your host, Tristy Taylor, and we are Spilling Rubies because as Clarissa Pinkola Estes once said, to create, one must be willing to be stone stupid, to sit upon a throne on top of a donkey and spill rubies from one's mouth. If you missed the last two episodes, you should really catch up. I've had some life-changing events occur, and tonight's episode won't make a lot of sense if you haven't listened to episodes 31 and 32. But if you're listening live, don't worry. It's fine. You'll catch up. But afterwards, you should go check out all the episodes of Spilling Rubies on spillingrubies.com. I am happy to inform you that I survived Thanksgiving, although it was really touch and go there for a while. As a new widow, it was my first holiday alone, and while I had many, many invitations to join other Thanksgiving gatherings, thank you everyone, I just couldn't be that weird widow at the table. Instead, I cocooned inside my covers and cried and cried and cried. My Thanksgiving dinner was a handful of cashews and a yogurt. It was brutal like beyond brutal. I feel like I have sat in the darkest, deepest well of loneliness, heartache, and fear, and I have lifted up my head to look you in the eyes and say, yes, I am still here, barely, but I am still here.
Thank you. 
In the first three months of losing my husband, I basically ran on adrenaline. I cleaned out his warehouse, I sold his van, I yelled at collection agents on the phone, I co-created an authentic and heartfelt memorial service, I did what I needed to do. Honestly, the memories of those first few months are all a blur, I barely remember any of it. Now that I'm approaching the fourth month of him being gone, I have fallen. There is no more adrenaline to fuel me. I am empty. My grief counselor said that this deeper, darker grief happens at the three-month mark, like clockwork. It seems to be the energetic moment when grief hits you and overwhelms you and takes you over and lays you flat. And by the way, if you're going through a deep loss, no matter how long it's been since you lost your loved one, check out your local hospice. Um, Almost all of them have free grief counseling services, which is pretty amazing. Um, And this information saved my life. So I happily share it with you and please share it with other grieving people in your life. So now the question becomes, how do I survive this? 
I'm facing some huge life changes. I'm no longer married. I got laid off from my job last week. How's that for timing? So I'm facing the holidays with no husband, no job, no idea how to make money, no idea where I'm going to live or uh, even if I'm going to survive. So how do I face all of this and create a brand new life without my love, without my best friend, without my husband? How do I make it?
I think the worst is the nighttime. During the day, people are awake and I can stay on the phone all day if I need to. But most of my friends have jobs and kids and obligations and they need to go to sleep at night. Grief is like a brutal, obsessive, dominatrix lover, and no one sums that up more clearly than writer and author Mark Liebenau. He wrote a brilliant piece this week called The Hard Romance of Grief, and I'd like to read it to you now. And please note, I had to edit out all the bad words, because this is community radio. So this is The Hard Romance of Grief by Mark Liebenau. I admit it's unexpected, but I find grief romantic. She gives me her undivided attention, but she's a tiger woman, wounded little bird woman, wild frontier woman with soft doe eyes and fishnet stockings. I never know what she's going to do next. Grief whispers in my ear, entices me to dig deeper into emotions than I want to go asks what I loved best about Evelyn and twists the knife. You don't have that anymore, do you? Then she slams me to the floor, walks out of the door. Never a dull moment with her. All I wanted was a fling, something to distract me for a month from the incessant battering of death. I didn't realize they were cousins and talked to each other behind closed doors. I'm falling in love with her melancholy ways. She's sexy and mysterious, but my God, so intense. When I finally straggle to bed, she crawls in beside, wanting to cuddle. But her skin is cold, and she stares. I don't think she ever sleeps. Every night at 3 a.m., she wakes me to go party at the Bar of the Dead, a catacomb dive with morose skeletons listening to Tom Waits. Push me, pull me. Whatever. She gets what she wants. A siren singing to my sailor, luring me to her crashing rocks. She's manic. I'm depressive. We're a great pair. Grief strokes my hair and listens as I pull out my heart in pieces and chunks, pours another drink, says, tell me more. But she has no memory, and tomorrow I'll have to repeat my stories again. She's a roller coaster ride through the dark with a ten second loop. She says suffering proves the depth of my love. I tell her to stuff it. I don't need to prove anything to you. She whacks me in the head. I call her name. She calls me worse. I apologize. It's this way with us. But I could use less drama. Grief is driving this big rig without brakes, and we're barreling down the mountain highway so out of control that I scream until I pass out. When I wake up, she's leaning over and says, I will never leave you. And I believe her. I have to. She's all I have left. One day she goes out for cigarettes and whiskey and is gone for an hour. I get a tattoo of her. But when she leaves again and doesn't return, I think I'm so pathetic that even grief doesn't want to hang around. A year later, after I've forgotten about her and have begun talking to other women, she sneaks up, whacks me behind the knees, and down I go, sobbing. I wail that I missed her, but she brushes me off, tells me not to forget again, and she's gone. She drops by now and then, especially when our song comes on, and asks if I've thought about X or Q. 
I haven't, so I make coffee. We discuss Q, then X, and I come to see what she was trying to help me understand a year ago. I thought I loved grief, but what I wanted was to feel not dead. That was The Hard Romance of Grief by Mark Liebenau, and I'll have a link to his work on SpillingRubies.com.
señoras y señoritas, aquí está el DJ Héctor Bonifacio Echeverría Cervantes de la Cruz Arroyo Rojas. Esta es la radio que sacó a toda la estación donde el rock vive y no muere. Vamos a escuchar un par de temas de Queens of the Stone Age. Primero vamos a escuchar First It Given. Qué música impresionante, temible y verdaderamente ahora. Van a ver, a ver, a ver, aquí va, aquí va, aquí va. tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay and streaming live around the world on kwtf.net. Did you know that without you, KWTF would not exist? I wouldn't be able to record these spilling rubies without your generous support. Even just $10 a month can mean the difference between staying on the air and disappearing from your life forever. Won't you become a member of KWTF today? It's easy. Simply go to kwtf.net and click on that donate button. You can give a one-time gift or be a monthly donor like me. It's tax deductible and an easy way to support this magical ship of creativity and expression. Visit kwtf.net and give what you can. You'll be so glad when you do. Uh, uh, uh. 
So the big question of the night is how do I survive this? How do I live in a home that doesn't feel like my home anymore? How do I trust that I won't lose more people I love? What do I do when the days and nights all blend together in a haze of tears, hyperventilating and staring at the walls? How do I pick up the pieces and put them back together? And who is going to love my crazy heart now? on the loose You rolled them sevens with nothing to lose This ain't no place for the weary kind You called all your shots Shooting a ball at the corner truck stop how this don't feel like home anymore And this ain't no place for the weary kind And this ain't no place to lose your mind
And you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay and streaming live around the world on KWTF.net. I want to thank you once again for being brave and joining me on this journey. I'll have all the information about the music I played tonight as well as links to past episodes on SpillingRubies.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Spilling Rubies. And if you enjoyed Mark Liebenau's piece, The Hard Romance of Grief, you can find him and his writing online at MarkLiebenau.com. That's M-A-R-K-L-I-E-B-E-N-O-W.com. I know tonight's episode is a rough one. That's just where I'm at. I'm surviving. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Uh, I try to live and breathe every day. Uh, feel free to reach out. Connect if you like. Uh, I like connecting with people. It helps. And don't forget to reach out and connect with KWTF by becoming a member. Just go to kwtf.net and click on that donate button. Where else would you hear such a raw and truthful broadcast about loneliness. Please support this kind of unique and authentic programming however you can. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you all next week.